Hey everybody, Brian here. Uh, the end of this episode got a little bit messed up with the uh, Twitch stream when we were recording it, so uh, there's probably some interesting little cuts and some little stuff at the very end of it, but the majority episode is good, so enjoy, and uh, um, please refer to your manager with any concerns or questions. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. This is the Emo Social Club podcast, the podcast about all the emo stuff, all the all the good emo stuff. And the all sports the best, balls sometimes. All the best. You're going to hear, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, you're going to hear the best Blink-182 is reuniting takes you've ever fucking heard right here with some kardashian tonight. takes yeah we're just gonna drop a bunch of really good blink 182 takes i know you're like on twitter i know you i see you i see you tweeting you're not gonna find this is the emo social club podcast best blink takes of all time That's 182 it. takes about blink <laughs> there is a podcast that literally has done an episode on every blink 182 song Oh, I know. I forgot the name of it because I remember I listened to it yeah. a little bit and I'm like, oh, this is kind of excessive. Like, good. Got to pull it back out. Got to got to pull it back out as of as of now. Got to get back in. Uh, this episode is not. All about Blink-182. It's not not at really all. Really shocking, honestly. We talk a little bit about it, but this episode is with Goalkeeper uh ryan specifically not the rest of them and Listen, he makes and it known how he feels yeah it's like you know what if your besties aren't gonna show up shit talk them legally what are they gonna do tweet at you yeah Silly. send the tweets give me your takes get on another podcast and give me your your i couldn't make it to that podcast takes uh so we talk with ryan about all things goalkeeper their record is coming out on the 28th it's called i wish i met you sooner it's gonna be gonna be hot it's gonna be hype it's gonna be um, good times yeah it's gonna take the walk to poland or something i don't know best kids like the songs in my head i don't know what to do brian uh, is um now a new a- a- avid little yachty listener everyone i'm i'm a listener of uh music and that's it <laughs> done that is that is it and so i have music takes uh that is a music podcast that you have tuned into before we get into the rest of our music takes with Ryan, uh, you should let us know how five stars we are. Many. Uh, many. We are many five stars. We are as five as stars come. Uh, you can let us know that on your podcasting app of choice, perhaps an Apple, perhaps a Spotify, perhaps uh, uh, another one. A different one. Yeah. Any Five any of the apps though. really. So just find yeah. us there. Drop words, drop kindness, drop five stars, like a little one, two, three, four, five drop. Nothing less. Nothing less. Or we're, not... we're having a talking to. No, I'm I'm gonna call you out by name next time, uh Tim. He's getting the usernames out. I'm getting usernames. No, I don't I don't have access to that information. He threatens. 
You can also let us know how you feel about this podcast on any of our social medias. We are at Emo Social Club on Instagram. We are at X Emo Social Club X on Twitter and TikTok, where we got, you know, some content just hitting you with the content, hitting it, hitting you with the content. So, you know, let us know what you think about our content. Uh, you can also watch all of these podcasts as videos over on our YouTube channel. Uh, that's just Emo Social Club on YouTube. That should be pretty easy for you to find, I think. It should be. I mean, if it's not, maybe you're just not type it in right. correctly. You know? Yeah, type yeah. it in right. Uh, like, comment, subscribe to all of those things. Uh, this week, it's the week. It's the emo week. It's the it's the Vegas emo week. We're the here. Big emo fest. We're there. By the time you're hearing this, we are leaving later. We are than this leaving on the same time. flight together, and we will be goodbye. Uh, goodbye. We're going to Vegas. We're going to When We Were Young Fest. Uh, so we will be there. If you are there, if you're one of the lucky. Vegasers, Vegasers, one of the one of the vague vagues, I guess. I don't like that. I'm yeah. Like if that. you're being vague, Vegas, vague Tonians, uh, yeah, from the land of vague, uh, in that you should be more specific. We will be uh, DJing a couple of nights, so you know you should come to those. Uh, we're gonna be at Millennium Fandom Bar in Las Vegas. On Wednesday the 19th and Saturday the 22nd, uh, we've been blessed and privileged with the opportunity of two single nights yeah. in at the same bar. So, so don't don't screw it up. Unlike everywhere else, we are not charging a cover. No cover. No cover. No, no dress code. You could come cosplay uh, on now, Saturday. Now, there may be a dress. There may be a, yeah. You, you should cosplay. Uh, it is a cosplay fandom bar and going to be pretty neat um just pick a gerard way outfit of recent you're days good. and go you're fine or you know channel your inner avril and you're done and you're chill and that's it a tie Simple. you know a little bit of eyeliner and never hurt you can nobody wear your you can wear your chains on your jeans we're not going to be like the other nightclubs that say no no ripped jeans and no anything else that would be literally our entire attire <laughs> we have we have very little control or knowledge yet, so I don't want to say that as a thing. But, you know, just be cool, be cautious, be awesome. And we'll see you at Millennium Fandom Bar. And remember, those days are October 19th, Wednesday, tomorrow, if you're listening to this on release day. And Saturday, October 22nd, after the fest. So if you're going Saturday, rush. And if you're going Sunday, don't rush. And if you you're going the 29th. You gotta come early. You gotta come. You gotta come a week early. <laughs> yeah, that's sorry. Sorry, besties. If you go uh, Saturday early, you will find Brian there because I am going Saturday of when we were young fest. So one, come say hey to me. Um, but also, I will not be there till later. So yeah, and I'll be there Sunday and, on the fest. So catch me on Sunday. Yeah, go bother Brian for me in the interim. Come on through, team. Come on through, team. Let's just fucking go. Let's fucking Vegas. You know, hit us up. Find me on find me on Instagram. Find me on Bumble. I don't know. We'll see in Vegas. And uh, without further to talk about Vegas, here is our non-vague interview with Ryan of Goalkeeper. <laughs> and right there is when you put in like a sound effect of like goal, like hockey, like beam, beam, beam. Just a bunch of air horns is when you put that right in there.
Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here tonight with Ryan of Goalkeeper. So thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight. Hey, what's going on, guys? Really happy to be here. Thank you for having me on. Um, I'm Ryan from Goalkeeper, and uh, my two other bandmates suck for not being here. Yes. <laughs> oh, right out the gate. Right out the gate. Damn. <laughs> Take them down. Boom. No. Boom. No, no survivors. No alive here. No. <laughs> <laughs> No fucking survivors immediately oh, on no. this podcast. Oh yeah, this is we're we're gonna set the we're gonna set the interview right now. Like hell yeah, <laughs> they're gonna be like, oh, I should check out that interview you did. Oh, um, oh, wait, interesting. What? Okay, <laughs> you're yeah. gonna be like, I saw like I have no idea what band it is, but I saw someone tweet and then like somebody I follow like reply to it, and it was like. Isn't it great that you just wake up today and then all your bandmates just quit on you? And like, that's what's going to happen. Yep. They're going to be like, absolutely not. <laughs> yep. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they'll stay. Uh, you just put out a record. Um, look, at, okay. Lizzie's the radio person, and I'm just some random motherfucker who does a podcast with her. Uh, so I'm learning transitions <laughs> from her to like move into the next thing, like as though I were an actual radio host. So that's my transition. I also call it out every that's time. Good. I got to stop doing it. Yeah, he uh, keeps doing it. I'm like, that's the, that's not how you make it smooth. I make it smooth mm -hmm. by calling out how smooth I am. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so you can't kick him out because you just put out a new record. So uh, <laughs> why don't you tell us a little bit about that uh, that record that's coming out this month? Yeah, so um, we have our first ever LP uh, full length coming out on October 28th. Um, it's called uh, I Wish I Met You Sooner. Uh, based off the of lyrics from our first single, uh, Sooner, which is out right now. But we also uh, put out another single uh, a few weeks ago called Car Wreck, uh, a little more on the punkier side. And uh, the response so far to the new singles has been really great. Um, you know, everybody's really digging it. And honestly, I just can't wait to put the rest of it out there because I think this is definitely our strongest stuff we've put out to date. So really excited for everybody to hear the rest of the album. So what kind of like sound are we going for? So if you have one that's a little bit more punkier, mm -hmm. what what kind of helps define the rest of the album? So uh, this album, the way I've been describing it is like imagine if Blink One Eighty Two and the Men Singers came together, and then that like wrote that like child wrote Ocean Avenue. That child. <laughs> that child yeah. wrote. That child was William Hyankey, <laughs> actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but like event like like that's because like I'm huge Blink One Eighty Two fan, you know. Um, so are the rest of the guys, and uh, we're also big Men Singers fans. And so you know, you got kind of two sides. You got like that like faster, uh, or used to be faster, but more now like that Bruce Springsteen kind of like punk music. And then you got like you know Blink One Eighty Two, uh, which is like more the traditional like fun pop punk. And we try to put them together. So like Sooner is kind of an example of like that Men Singers more style and, and car wrecks more that like blink 182 style um and we have more songs that kind of like that kind of bounce between those two extremes and then we do have one song uh for the first time ever we have electronic instruments on the oh, song shit. so yeah that that that's an exciting one so definitely check that out when it comes out october 28th um but yeah we're, we're just trying to put out our best stuff like you know, we uh, this album kind of started because we couldn't play shows. You know, like 
Um, we started off like, uh, uh, actually, we finished our last EP, Life in Slow Motion, right as the pandemic was starting. Uh, like, I think when we left Nashville, it was like the, that, that day that Nashville had their first ever COVID case. And so, like, once COVID really started happening and we released Happy in July, it was right around then we were like, well, we can't tour. Thank God we have a record to keep everything, like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, relevant. But, like, if we can't tour, we might as well write more music. And so I actually think Happy and Car Wreck were written, or I'm sorry, uh, Sooner and Car Wreck uh, were written, like, around that time, like, like late summer 2020. Um, and then, you know, we kind of took that and kept working on it and kept coming up with new stuff. And uh, we finished recording everything, I think, last December. And then it's just been, like, putting the rest of the assets together. So it's just finally coming out now. Um, but, yeah, like, I'm, like I said, just, like, really excited for everybody to hear this because I feel like it's definitely the best stuff we've done to date. We were just uh, in the chat talking shit about Rematch and how they have not leaked their record yet. And so how does it feel to like sit on these songs and like knowing that they're like, oh, I'm so ready to put it out. But like, how does it feel like sit on these songs and know that it's like the, yeah. the best stuff you're going to be doing? Like, can't wait to put it yeah. out. But it's like, OK, I got to wait two years. <laughs> Honestly, the last like three months have been grueling. Like, <laughs> just like, cause we're like right there, but we're not there yet. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, once, once it's all out, it'll just be such like a release. But like, um, right now is probably the hardest it's been. Like, the, the, the album's been done, I think, since like the, the masters have been done since like, like April or May, I think. So like we've been sitting on some of this stuff for that long. It's just like, yeah. Oh my God. Like, I just want to like, you know, cause you do it and you just want that instant gratification of like, Oh, everybody loves it. You know, like, but actually I joked with Mark, like, uh, la the last record we did, um, I got a, a message from a friend of ours, but like somebody like who I knew from like, you know, one of the places we toured and, uh, he was like in the band, but like, kind of like, like I didn't really know him like super personally and he like reached out to me and he was like yo the record like your new EP like I heard like Mark sent it to us it was it's freaking dope like I love it <laughs> and I was like wait how did you wait, it, like you got it and then like we had to like kind of talk to everybody we're like listen as much as we want this instant gratification <laughs> we can't be like leaking our own record to everybody <laughs> you know what I mean like no, we gotta be super boy. selective yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, yeah, maybe be like more, uh, like have more, be more conservative instead of sending it to like every fucking yeah. person. <laughs> Just keep finding out like, hey, do you send it to another person? It's like, well, and right. then you're like Spider-Man meme because there's only three of you. So it's like, it's got to be right. one of you because. It's got to be right. any yeah. of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, like I didn't mind him like listening to it. That wasn't the problem. It was more just like, wait, how did it get that far down the grapevine that like everybody's fucking listening to it already? <laughs> so this one we tried to like rein back and like keep more like conservative but like we're only like a couple weeks now from the release so i am like so stoked to finally get it out there <laughs> looking for some new music the club has your back with our bangers only picks of the week friend of the pod youth fountain drops their newest single birthright
Helen Knifer dropping just bangers left and right. And here is their latest single, Damn Sun, Dim Sum. And we were lucky enough to finally meet them in person just last weekend in the morning. Has a new single out that's going to be featured in a movie, which is pretty sick. It's called Cross My Heart, Hope to Die. If you like what you hear, make sure to check out our Spotify playlist, Bangers Only, to keep up to date with the hottest tunes. So will you also try to leak it? We see that you have also <laughs> toured with all these other bands like Alkaline Trio, Bowling for Soup, uh, The Starting Line, which is my pers- one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, Besties with some and Can Swim, as we kind of like talked about before. Mm-hmm. So have you leaked it to any of your other uh, more prominent friends in the scene here? And if so, um, what has their reaction been? We... <laughs> We've said it to a few people, and generally everybody says it's really, really good. You know, like um, this one, like I know, um, you know, our friend, uh, our, our, the two main producers on the record, um, Kevin Mahoney from Hit the Lights um, and Nick from Man Overboard, um, they, they uh, you know, they sent it to some people, and everybody said it's like, you know, they really like it. So, um I we aside from that, like I said, we've really been like we each have like two or three people that we know like their music taste. Like I have like my sister, my brother, and like one friend who like still listens to his iPod because he's like, <laughs> like all the Hell you yeah. know drive by record shit still downloaded yeah. onto there. Um, and then like you know Cody's got his people, Mark's got his people. So we try to keep it between like very personal and like you know really close relationships this time. So, <laughs> no one big in the industry is going to be like, you got to hear this goalkeeper record. It's like, it's not out yet. Don't tell nobody. Yeah, it's don't gosh. tell TMZ. I don't tell TMZ. I don't oh, man. This just in the new goalkeeper record. Good. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Uh, You're going to pull a Kravis on everyone. God. <laughs> so, how do you feel about. <laughs> Uh, the whole, I don't know if you see anything on Twitter, but people are like, oh, can you believe that Blink-22 got back together? Most likely because of Chris Jenner and the Kardashians. Uh, really? I haven't heard that. Because it's, it's like a whole like, oh, Chris Jenner was like, you need to make more money, Travis. And this oh is going to be another way to make more money. And then like right. the whole thing. Obviously conspiracy theory, but everyone's yeah. like, oh man, like you probably right though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't surprise me if like, the you know the fast food pop punk that he's been putting out recently with mm. everybody like has started to kind of dwindle a little bit just because he's put so much of that out and like some of the songs are just so bleh you know <laughs> not you know they're like fine but they're not like really much you know mm. like i thought the first mgk record was pretty good and i thought that like like and i liked it because it you know like it felt more it felt like it, like the right it was the right time to release something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like he just kind of went into like this mode where he's like, okay, anybody who can like rap, I'm just going to give you these like beats that I can make really quickly. And then you just put something on it. We'll fart <laughs> it out. And you know, after the new machine gun Kelly record, like that one, I just thought was kind of cringy. 
So, like, uh, I, I wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if Chris had something to do with it, right? Like, be so you know, I'd be so upset. I, 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 I still like to think that, like, Tom was like, oh, like, you know, it happened to be like Mark's cancer that brought them back together, you know? Like, but maybe that's what Chris wants us to think. I hate the idea. 3D, 3D chess. Yeah, I don't like this this conspiracy that is going around Blink Twenty Two just because I want to believe firmly. And this is the, mostly the selfish part of me. I'm just like I just don't want it to affect Alkaline Trio. Like Matt Skiba's yeah. out now, and I saw like the the email that Tom sent to him and said, "Hey, you know, thank you for everything." And and he mentioned Mark's cancer in that, so I'm like, yeah, that mm-hmm. must be like the reason they want to do this again. But I'm like, hey, yeah. Chris Jenner, I think that you know. Just leave Alkaline Trio alone. Just let them do what they're doing. Let them do whatever stay, they're doing. Stay away they're, from they're Dan. They're their own business. <laughs> yeah, right. Stay away from the band. I just need... Don't yeah. try to marry off any of them. No, 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 no. Yeah, right. I need everyone in yeah. Alkaline Trio to be fine and safe and outside of the Los Angeles metro area. <laughs> yeah. I don't think... I mean, with all due respect to all to Alkaline Trio, I don't think they're big enough to be married to a Kardashian. I hope not. Like, you know, because the I thing I always yeah, think no. about is like... Travis, when like Mark Tom and Tra- or when um, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket and then the state was like, all out and untitled, like that he was like kind of top of pop culture at that point. You know what I mean? Like I forget, I always forget he had that reality TV show, yeah, yeah, the Barkers, and like um, you know, like he was like everywhere. And so like I have a feeling that when the Kardashian machine like was like trying to pick their next victim they were like oh like he has experience so we're gonna pick him and then like make rock cool again he's like all right cool my favorite part is that in no way is it because they actually like are in love or happy together i'm like no that can't be true Mm. like there's just no way i don't know they they got him on a plane so yeah that makes me more nervous something there just uh I want to believe that love is real. I want, I do. yeah, I'm like, yeah, but like, it, yeah. As far as like, like Chris, like controlling other things outside of that, ooh, maybe. But I, I don't know. I like. I still think it's like, uh, you know, the fallout of what happened after Mark's cancer. Yeah. You know, because that's what happened the last time they got together. It was after you know Travis was in that horrible you know plane accident so it's like unfortunately it takes somebody almost dying for tom to want to rejoin the band um, but like i i get it like you know he tom wanted to find aliens and do something more artsy and like he did it he found aliens and he did angels and airways for a while and yeah he, he accomplished his goals yeah. and he said yeah. all right i guess i'll come back i mean it right. doesn't look the best way to come back but i mean he's back that's nice right yeah i've been seeing way too many like too many people who are saying it's very strange to me that the Kardashians will know who turnstile is and who the story so far is. It's like, they'll just, (laughs) they'll just be backstage watching turnstile. And I'm like, I mean, Maybe that's well, not as see weird. Kids absolutely like lose it in the pit too. And I think they will be like, what is this? No, that I'm sure. Cause like that happens at rap shows too. And, and mostly they've dated hip hop artists, but to see like turnstile and it's like, well, this is, a little well, different. No, I mean, if it's if it's Courtney, Courtney only dated Lord Disick, and like he's just himself. Okay, so. you know you know too much of the lore now. <laughs> You're I I don't know any of this. I 
look, and we'll just ignore Kanye right now. But at the very oh, yeah, least, we, don't, we, we know we don't that shit happens that. at hip hop shows. But it just would be weird to be like, oh, who's this band? The story so far. And it's like, why does a Kardashian yeah. have that in their in their in their words that are being spoken? You know, right. Yeah. Like Kim comes out. She's like, you know, Proper Dose is a really good album, yeah. you know. Here's like, <laughs> sick. Like, wow, girl. Uh, what? Yeah, I like their old stuff. Know what to do. She, yeah, bring, yeah. she she brings her daughter out to do like some weird like rendition or like a guest spot with them as she does yeah. with, with Kanye too. And I'm like, what? No. And we're just saying they're like, what's going on here? No. Yeah. Oh my god. That would frustrate every single fan. I can't imagine that. Like, mm-hmm. there's no Blink fans who are like, oh, I'm glad the Kardashians are in some way involved in this. I mean, there might be. That's the thing. Like, you're gonna get like that one random person in that pattern, be like, oh my god, and then you're gonna be like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be fair, I did freak out over Megan Fox at Lollapalooza for MGK. So, well, yeah, everyone me. did. But that, yeah. it's a little different. But it's also related. I don't know. If Megan Fox had like a multi-billion-dollar like machine going, like yeah. would be one thing. But <laughs> she's not. She's just an underrated actress who deserves all of the respect that she's gotten over the past few years. You animals. Yes. Transformers was a good movie. They're making another one. Sorry, they this is all this. Po- this is turning into a pop culture to. podcast now. I don't know why. Just I don't know why. They don't, they don't need to make any more Transformers. Well, we're well, done we with it. Yeah. Well, we literally like when the news broke that Blank was coming out. We were like, we're like trying to pump like pre-orders for our new album and pre-sales. Which if you haven't already, go to goldkeeperband.com and pre-order the vinyl. It's our first ever vinyl. Go check it out. Um, but you know, obviously the news was dominated with like blank stuff. So we, our post was literally like, okay, blank announcer back. So you don't have to do it today, but like tomorrow you have to get back to it. Like, <laughs> like legally get back day, on it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Post it when everybody's mad that they can't afford tickets to their shows. Don't right, post it yeah, the exactly. day they announce. <laughs> can't get blank tickets. Goalkeeper tickets are way less. Uh, there you go. That should be the entire slogan. I, I saw that like, the pit tickets were almost a thousand dollars for certain yeah. cities. Yeah, and I don't really know what to make of that. Like, I feel like a lot of it has to do with Ticketmaster and like all the you know ticket sharing shit that's going on. But like, um, I I don't want to believe it's Blink, but I did hear that like t- like Ticketmaster is doing that like scaling pricing where I guess like the volume of people coming in raises the price like yeah. arbitrarily. They've been doing and that over the last few years. They've been doing that over yeah. the last few years and they did that with Paramore, which absolutely mm-hmm. screwed almost everybody because all mm-hmm. these scalp- scalpers got it. And now they're selling like Paramore tickets here in Chicago for like $400 a seat. That's and wild. I know Paramore in like New York and so, and I think LA, they released um, a few more dates out there and they did something that was like if you buy tickets, you can't resell them until like the day of, so nobody can like turn around and resell them immediately. Because that's what like I experienced when I was trying to buy us tickets. We did not get tickets. Somebody has this Chicago Paramore hookup. Let us know. I'm begging, please. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a whole thing, and that's that's been the issue with more Ticketmaster because even when when I saw my chem come back, it was only like. 50 60 dollars for the tickets when you got them so it wasn't Mm -hmm. even that expensive but now i'm seeing all these other i mean this was also at like a standing room only so you can only price it so much Mm -hmm. but that was also through access and they didn't have that type of pricing so i want to say i think access is is better in this instance 
Yeah. In this one time right now. Right, right. Yeah, I heard a figure for the Blink Tour that a VIP ticket probably in the pit was like fifteen hundred dollars for one Absolutely show. Absolutely not. Absolutely and I'm not. Like, yeah, and I'm like I I love Blink One Eighty Two. Like I have senior photos where I'm like literally doing like the blink poses and shit. Hell yeah. Like, you know, like Blink One Eighty Two is my favorite band. I would never pay fifteen hundred dollars for a VIP like <laughs> meet no. and greet experience. Like that's just too much. Like, you know, like I don't know. You have to yeah. be a Kardashian to afford tickets right. yeah. to the Blink-182 yeah. You have shows. to be at that level. But even then, they're probably like, oh, no worry. I'll guest list you. And it's like, they don't need it. No, They don't need right. it. They can afford it. Right. <laughs> they right. should be the exactly. only ones buying the tickets. That is a redistribution of wealth right there. Uh, yeah. Also, with them announcing, like, uh, when we were young, Fest, at all at the same time. And it's like, dude, mm-hmm. can I... <laughs> well, th- I think the... the the story is is that Blink announced it with when we were young as the date, so then they had to announce it because Blink leaked it. That's like mm-hmm. fifty bands that have to be like, no, cool, we're announcing it today, not just because Blink. I mean, did yeah, it. you have to do turnaround times, like chop chop. They knew everyone's I'm probably actually, really I'm pissed. A, I'm actually kind of surprised that uh, um, that they announced it before the one this year. Like, I could see waiting until afterwards, but like. That seems like a bit of a play. And I actually thought it might be more to, like, make up the money that they need to pay the artists for, like, the shows and stuff. That you is also what I, mean? like, I thought, too. I could see that, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, because we're going um, oh, next you? week. We're going. I'm going Saturday. He's going Sunday. But I'm like, we haven't even experienced what this is like. How do I know right. if I want to spend all this money <laughs> yeah. for and something a year out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's going to be chaotic. I mean, who knows? Like, Live Nation's running it. Maybe it'll be, like, really smooth. Um, hopefully it's not, like, a fire Festival-type deal. But, like, I don't think it will. I think, if anything, there's just going to be a lot of hard decisions on, like, what stage do you stand yeah. in front of. You know what I mean? Like, because there... Uh, yeah. I was going to say the biggest issue, too, is that it looks like, a, from what I've seen, because I'm in a couple Facebook groups for the fest, is that... They had way more VIPs rather than GA and GA plus because they have a, v- a VIP area that's like basically the entire like first like 20 rows of what a pit would be. Mm. And it's like right in the front. But I also have been to Shaky Knees down in Georgia and that's how their VIP setup is like too. Mm. So it's pretty I've seen it be pretty similar and they're both run by front gate tickets Mm -hmm. so i'm like okay that's not surprising me kind of shitty but that also explains why like i see all these people being like i have vip and so many people who just have regular ga or ga plus like i hardly see those comments or people talk about it too and i'm like Mm -hmm. i think this was a weird scam thing because Mm -hmm. i wasn't gonna pay almost a thousand dollars for vip at all i would simply absolutely just not and i just Mm -hmm. rather walk around right yeah yeah, no, it's like I can, I can, I mean, I feel like a festival like that too, like with so much talent on the bill, it's like you almost don't want to be stuck in the one pit because what if like you're in that pit and then all, all, all across the way there's like another band that's like that you love, that means you have to get out of that pit, go to another pit, like 50 you know, bands. Seems like a lot more work. In right, a day. Exactly. What am I to do? <laughs> yeah, I right. feel like I, I feel like we run in the GA more often than anybody else in the VIP because we're like, well, 
I can see way more bands than you're going to see because you're probably going to have to go through some weird checkpoints or something. And mm -hmm. who knows if they even have all that together. And me as somebody who's been able to like get backstage in areas at like the other fest, it's like, oh, sometimes it's chill. Sometimes it's absolutely no chill. And then we're like, uh oh, <laughs> yeah. this should have been easy. Now I'm mm -hmm. losing time. And I think yeah. that's what's going to happen to everybody else in VIP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be, it'll be interesting. Like, uh, if you guys do a recap of, of, of your experience, I'm going to have to listen. We'll have to let everybody know. I mean, it, it seemed like it was just <clears throat> such a like big thing that everybody was trying to get tickets for. And the more like close we get to it, the more people are just like, no, like, I don't want to go to that. <laughs> like, it's going to be fucking yeah. insane. And so now I'm like, Oh, we'll have to like, I, I am fine being the reporter to be like, hey, you know how they're doing one next year? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we're, we, we're going to bring the our camera. I'll bring heat. For 360. I'll bring fucking heat. I'll bring. I'll let everybody we'll have know. To, well, we're we're going to have to swap off so I can do the first day and you'll do the second yeah. day and we'll compare. When it's, when it's <laughs> probably better. We were talking about how like the bands are going to get warmed up on the first day and then be way better the second day. Yeah, but right. then yeah. yeah you've got just like all these huge bands that have already been on tour and it's like all right well you know you'll be fine by then mm -hmm. uh speaking of um tours and your band instead of uh when we were young <laughs> and blink and blink Two and the kardashians yeah. you are you're doing a small tour now we're not going to talk about uh you know the whole country because you're not coming through chicago but we're going to talk about the dates you've announced so far, which are mm -hmm. not frustrating for the East Coast. Uh, so you're going on a little jaunt later this month, too. A jaunt? A jaunt. A, yes. A, 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 a quirky little jaunt, you know? I really like how yeah. you're expanding your vocab here. You. <laughs> or uh, the Philly way, John. John, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be doing a John. Um, yeah, so, uh, so i may or may not have an update about chicago but i can't say anything about that yet so keep your eyes peeled uh keep your eyes peeled on social media for that um but yeah we're doing uh we're we're starting off uh we're doing uh smart punks uh pre pre-fest in orlando and uh pre-fest in gainesville and then we're playing fest friday night uh around 7 30 i think we're like just we're like just late enough that like we're just early enough that like when we finish our set we can go catch the Menzingers play on the Impossible Pass yeah. in full. So I'm stoked <laughs> about that. Then uh, we're playing a house party on Halloween in Tallahassee, and then we're shooting over to Texas for the first time. Uh, never played Texas. We are stoked for that. We're playing like four dates in Texas, and then uh, we're going to be shooting up through the Midwest doing St. Louis. Uh, and uh, Ohio and Pittsburgh. So, and there, there may be more dates being announced. There, there's a few other things that we've got in the works. Uh, so keep uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. I mean, it feels like, you know, we look at all the other routings and you go, okay, they got these dates, they got this date, they got this going on here. So mm -hmm. now we're going to be watching it just like, all right, where could they fit in? Like, so they put a Chicago dude in there. Could I do that? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So we'll, yeah. yeah. There's been so many bands that we've talked to recently that it's like, oh, hey, you're going everywhere except Chicago. And there's no fest state. Mm -hmm. There's no alternative. It's like, hey, we're literally yeah. in the middle. What's up? What's up, yeah. bestie? Yeah. So this, I think this year we've hit Chicago twice. Uh, we hit it in the beginning of the year. Uh, we played Subterranean Downstairs. Oh, yeah. 
Um, and that ended up being a really good show because there was a, a, a Chicago band that got back together to play their first show, and I'm blanking on the name. I apologize for that. But they were like a pop punk band. They were really cool. And that was a really fun show. Um, and then we played WC Social Club in West yeah. Chicago. Yeah, which is um, nowhere near Chicago, okay. by the way. Right, yeah. yeah. It's we fake didn't Chicago. Know, Hello, yeah, we didn't know anything about it, but we played that with um, uh, Calling All Captains. Mm-hmm. And that one was a little rough because it was the same night um, like Pacific and uh, I think Action Adventure were playing. In, oh, in Chicago, yeah, so be. I think yeah. everybody was at that show. Yeah. Um, but uh, we are trying to hit Chicago a lot more because tech- uh, Chicago is actually our number one city on Spotify, believe it or not. So, and we've met some really cool people out there. So we're trying to hit it more often. We're trying to be accessible, close, but mm-hmm. not like you know you can't come here all the time. Like we we've talked a lot yeah. of like. Uh, Pennsylvania bands, Ohio bands, and it's like, yeah, you have like a lot of this access to like the East Coast and like all these different cities in there. And like Chicago is pretty much it. You can maybe do Milwaukee. St. Louis Mm -hmm. is like not too far. I'm not going to talk shit about St. Louis now, but there's a lot (laughs) of like there's there aren't as many cities you can hit up in a run. Like looking at your run, it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're hitting the east coast you're hitting a lot of uh, you know stops in florida and like you've got a lot of access to different places but it feels like Mm -hmm. chicago is just that one that it's like you got to get over there and then it's like now what (laughs) yeah yeah well i mean like when we did the run in uh april i think it was um and july um we did i think i think we started in chicago or like we started over there so we like we drove all the way out to like milwaukee and then we came down, hit Chicago, and then, like, or did Chicago, then Milwaukee, and then, like, around it, like, Indianapolis. And that wasn't too bad. Um, I would like to get to Minneapolis. That's the one other place that I kind of see as, like, the far edge of, like, before you hit the Rockies. Yep. Like, you know, and then, like, if you shoot straight down, that's, like, I think it's, like, Oklahoma City is another one. And, like, uh, you know, Texas. Yep. So, like, but that's about, like, the, that's about the edge for us. And then, like, after that, you got to have to do, like, like a West Coast tour. Which, like, after talking to a lot of people um, in bands who tour, like, we never really realized how good we had it being from Philly. Because, like, you know, within a six-hour radius, we've got, like, ten cities that we can hit, mm-hmm. which is dope. Um and uh, they all have their own unique market and everything. And um, then once you go to like the, the West Coast, like, you know, you're driving like 10 hours between cities. And then we were talking to our buddies and calling all captains and they were saying that like Canada is just like that on steroids. It's yeah. like 15 hours between anything, yeah. you know, like they drove, they had to drive six hours just to get out of Canada. Oh my god! Right, right. <laughs> and they're like over. They were like over Montana, so yeah. they would go like down, and I guess they would go to like uh, Minneapolis or whatever. But like it, like definitely made me feel pretty grateful for being on the East Coast. And then, um, have you guys ever heard of a band called uh, Gold Route? Um, they're from Detroit. As you might have. I don't think so. No. Yeah, they're. they're uh, we did a tour with them. They said it pretty interesting. They're like, everything in the Midwest is like on a grid, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, you just go straight for like hours and then whatever. And then you, when you get to the East Coast, everything's like windy and weird. Yep. Uh, which I never really thought about either. Like, 
it's wild once you start traveling the country <laughs> i'm not a geography nerd i say that and i'm 100 yeah. well, a geography nerd uh yeah. the whole thing is like it's like when you start on a project and you don't really know what you're going to do yet and so you start building things and then you're like wait a second guys let's let's sort this out and then you get to that and it's like the east coast has had a bunch of big cities and a bunch of windy roads and mm -hmm. it is beneficial now when you're like i want to travel and i want to go different places and play shows and here in you know once it started to get to that grid it's like yeah we're gonna do it and it's like guys we need more cities <laughs> we don't have enough places <laughs> yeah. for like did you guys not think about the local bands when you were building this country yeah. our forefathers yeah, come on our founding yeah. uh, people how many of you piccolo players are gonna be able to go on tour <laughs> absolutely right. none of you right yeah oh my god Just yeah, just a bunch of dudes playing piccolos in the back of a horse-drawn cart, trying to get to their next. I was trying gig. to think of like what's a really old, obscure instrument <laughs> that they definitely played as like yeah. Yankees, and that's the only thing you can think. Is that right? Is that factually I, correct? I doubt I it. No whatever, idea. I'm doing I, it. I, I, I could just imagine like you go down to the local like pub, and it's like you know some guy on a snare drum and like a flute. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> And they're like, he's like, I'm the next Lizzo. <laughs> yeah, yo, I fucking love this song. Yo, dude, you heard this shit? Oh man, I heard they play for Thomas Adam. I don't. Right. You're like, who the fuck yeah. is that? I don't know. It's just a guy. Yeah. We only have eight names in this country right now. Yeah, Thomas yeah. and Adam, and two of them. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy Jefferson. Like, yeah. put this on his like on his like uh, newspaper. Yeah, like they said it was really good. Yeah, Ben Franklin actually put it on his like top three songs that have ever yeah. been we made talked about ever. the obama playlist have we ever talked about tommy jefferson's playlist have we ever talked about right, yeah. you know where are the old president's playlists where are all their playlists yeah, yeah. come on now what was yeah. lincoln listening to what i gotta lincoln know listening to? yeah <laughs> what got what got george washington to open that pit up you know what i mean like uh, <laughs> yeah let us but, open uh, up this fucking pit speak, <laughs> yeah I cannot tell a lie. I opened up the fucking pit. Um, <laughs> um, but no, so like uh, one thing just to go off of your geography thing, like um, I actually saw a TikTok the other day that like showed how like basically there's a line in the middle of the country of like cities that's like almost directly straight through the middle of the country. And it's like cities like, you know, Chicago, St. Louis, Oklahoma City, like Dallas, like Minneapolis. And then like to the left, there's literally nothing. Mm -hmm. It's like Denver, and that's about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like for because it's like the Rockies and like plains. There's like yeah. nothing out there, I guess. And it's the worst. I still drive. haven't been able to go out there yet. Right? Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard driving through Wyoming is like awful. I don't think it needs to be a state. I don't know. What, I don't know what we do instead. I'm just saying. Listen, I don't think we need right. it. Jeffrey Star lives there, so we definitely don't need it as a state. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I heard it's kind of. I heard it's beautiful though. It's. I, I bet it's very nice. I bet they it's just. They have like buffalo. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. They have yaks and buffaloes and buffaloes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, there you go. We all the on all the haws. Don't change the title of this episode. We've already decided on the title of this episode, Lizzie. It's not <laughs> buffaloes and piccolos. Yeah. We already know. It's a subtitle. God damn it. Um. Yeah, but like I don't know. I I have this like urge to like think about tour routing because it just like makes me jealous of everybody who grew up on the East Coast because it's like you get all the bands like just sort of like you have New York right there and you have Philadelphia, mm -hmm. you have uh, Pittsburgh, you have 
uh, Atlantic City where you're going to and all this, all these other mm-hmm. options where it's like, yeah, you have a lot of places to tour. And I think about how it's like you just uh, small cities or, or, you know, are an option, I guess. But I'm also like, is mm-hmm. it worth it for smaller bands? Meanwhile, there's a reason there's so many like big bands from states that have multiple big cities where you can just yeah. travel around to them. So it's I am a nerd for it because I just think it's really, uh, uh, I don't know, just interesting. And I'm like, I'm like oh, yeah. man, it's a good thing I'm going to Iowa, <laughs> you know. Yeah, rocking right. Iowa. We got oh, them. Yeah. Maybe we'll see Slipknot while I'm out there. I mean, that's the only band out there. They're just corny. Yeah. They're not there. They're fucking in L.A. All these people just get <laughs> get famous to go to fucking L.A. Like, no. Yeah. The first thing they do when they're in a, like East Coast, I think, uh, and and you can correct me if I'm wrong because I don't know, but like to me, East Coast is like no, I'm I'm I just want to be famous within my area, you know. And then, like, everybody who's not on East Coast is like, I want to be famous so I can go to L.A. Like, I want to get the fuck out yeah. of here. And then, like... Kind of like, like Letterkenny where they're like, we're going to go to L.A. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, but East Coast is like, no, we have New York. We're good. It's like only right, when you yeah, get, exactly. like, more towards, like, Ohio where then people are like, no, we got to get the fuck out of Ohio. Which, yeah. Yeah. You do. Yes. Yeah. No. If Correct. You, if, yeah, exactly. Um... I mean, Chicago's got its own thing going on. Like, you know, I, I really like Chicago a couple times I've been there. Um, but, like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, as far as, like, cultural centers, it's, like, New York, L.A. And probably, Chicago's probably third. Yeah, so, top three. I mean, but we're forgotten yeah. about. It's it's becoming Texas <laughs> yeah. now. I'll be, uh, uh, everything you see uh, yeah. is becoming, like, Austin, Houston, Dallas. Like, those cities are growing uh mm-hmm. and it's like okay well you're forgetting about us have you forgotten of the harsh winter <laughs> that has yeah. aged and grown you you've forgotten about us yeah no it's built Actually, character that, yeah, That's right. what yeah yeah like the what is it like negative the negatives with like a negative wind chill or yeah. whatever yeah. Like yeah yeah i have skin that will never be you know pierced by the cold chill of an icy winter anymore because right. i'm essentially canadian now <laughs> yeah you're battle hard yeah i'm hard, dude i'm out here i'm out in the winter different i don't know why i'm saying this i don't leave my house in the summer let alone the winter <laughs> like no we have to force him to go out places yeah just make plans i'll be That's there funny. except if it's cold we do i'm busy that day i can withstand the cold of my air conditioning yeah. in the summertime. yeah <laughs> it's like I get it, but I'm also like, well, what are you, what are you, what are you doing down there? You know, in Texas, what's going on? Should I come? Should I come visit? Should I go? Should I go? Should I move there? I I, I've never been to Texas for a goalkeeper thing, but I, I have driven through Texas. Uh, I went to like Dallas and Austin for a bachelor party, and uh, Austin is legit, like really, really fun time. Was not expecting to like Texas as much as I did. Um, yeah, I hate to hear it. i feel like it's like the main like cities are totally chill within reason and then everything Mm -hmm. else is like "Mm." just don't leave yeah well see eastern texas is where everything is western texas is literally like i've heard it's just nothing but like dirt and the same road and the same sign and the same like tumbleweed the same Uh you know i mean i've been to el i mean i've been to el paso and i could tell you there's a big flea market there that has a big old armadillo that's like ginormous um 
And then they have a very kind of like tiny river walk. And I'm like, that's cool. And I'm like, what else is here? And then it's like, oh, not much. Okay. <laughs> Can we yeah. write the giant armadillo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is the difference between me and lizzie of what we nerd out about <laughs> for me it's the country and how it was built and for lizzie it's an armadillo in texas a yeah. whole armadillo who is a big boy yeah <laughs> that's funny god feeling bored Ooh. well don't be Alternative pop artist Penny Board is on the road this October. From the 27th through Halloween, the Dallas-based artist makes stops in Tulsa, Topeka, Chicago, and Nashville. They'll perform songs like Cherry Chapstick, Gemini, along with nostalgic covers and new songs. Tickets are on sale now. We promise it'll cure your boredom. Look, I have to ask this in our notes, and... Usually I don't ask about the name of the band and I'm not going to ask about goalkeeper mm -hmm. because you know, that, that makes sense to me. I get it. I like it. It's a very mm -hmm. good, it's a strong pop punk name. You know, if you're like a pop punk parent, you're like, got to name my kid a good, strong pop punk name. Uh, right. But if the band was previously named the pizzas, uh, that's also <laughs> a very strong pop punk name, yeah. but also in a different way. So why mm -hmm. the pizzas? <laughs> So, okay, so you're talking about the origin story now. So, like, <laughs> Cody, Mark, and I played in different bands, and Cody, or Mark used to book shows uh, in Philly, and we used to play the shows that Mark would book, usually with um, uh, Eternal Boy, even back when they were called the Space Pimps. Um, and uh, we would, it was like the same lineup. We'd all play, like, every few months. Like, it was always fun. And... Uh, there was a show that he had booked that, like, my band had broken up. Cody's band, that was going to be their last show. Like, they were breaking up. And then Mark's band that he had going on wasn't really a thing. And so um, he actually reached out to us, and he's like, hey, like, I want to put together, like, a super group of, like, bands that I'm friends with. And, like, do you guys want to do, like, a cover set? And we were like, sure. And so, like, we just named her. Like, we were like, okay, well, what do we go by? And since it was just, like, seven, like, pop punk songs, we were like, okay, well, pop punk and pizza go together. We'll call ourselves the pizzas. <laughs> and uh, it, it was really just kind of a joke just to put ourselves on the flyer. Um, and uh, people really enjoyed the show. And so that's why, like, we ended up, like, going into the practice space playing around a little bit and then we put out leftovers like december of that year and uh that was 2016 um but the reason why we didn't stick with the pizzas is one i feel like that's too stereotypical mm -hmm. in, in some ways <laughs> like it's not subtle you know it's like very like <laughs> you know um but also and i don't know if this is 100 percent true but i did hear this through the grapevine that apparently the pizzas is actually a backing band for that like plays professionally as the pizzas and they're like they will sue you if you try to call yourself the pizzas oh my god yeah i don't know this for sure this is just what i heard through the grapevine but we weren't set on keeping the pizzas anyway and goalkeeper was an idea that i had had from my last band that i was like thinking about so um like i pitched it to the guys and they were like sure and um <laughs> to anybody who is out there who's trying to start a band best advice i can give you is if you can't agree with, on a name with your bandmates, you should not be in a band with those people. Because I have been in so many bands where uh, we thought about the name and had different names and we never got out of the garage. 
with Cody and Mark, I pitched goalkeeper, and it wasn't even like I like let them pitch a few things. Like I I pitched goalkeeper, and they were like, "Yeah, that's it." But it was like, "Shit, okay, let's Perfect. do it." You know, <laughs> easy right. enough, yeah, simple, right, exactly. straightforward. Yeah, and so like, and you know, along the bigger scale, it's kind of like, you know, that's kind of a test of like being able to compromise. So like, if you can't compromise within your band how are you even going to come up with music? Cause like, you know, everybody's got great ideas, but like, you know, um, you gotta be able to like take a back seat and let other people's ideas, you know, take the reins sometimes, you know? So, um, that's my like two cents for people who are trying to start a band. <laughs> and that's all. Yeah. And then that's the origin story of pizzas. Um, now you make me think that it's just the backing band for like Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, no, we gotta see yeah, it. Although I did, I, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and we were talking about like uh like emo night and if we were to start a band like a, if we were to do like a cover band thing um i don't know if we could do this or not but like i'd love to call it jersey's best dancers like after the lifetime album okay or like philly's best dancers yeah. I, I think that'd be like a pretty dope emo cover band name um so don't steal that. Um, <laughs> I mean, now that it's on recording, we are attributing it to uh, <laughs> to you. Yeah. But you never know. Right. You never know. We own, you know, whatever we decide to take uh, from this podcast. Brian so. has this thing where he likes to just buy websites, so he might just buy the name of that website. I'll sell it to so. you. Yeah. I, I wouldn't buy. I wouldn't buy that. I would buy like some other weird weird ass shit like mm. bangersonly.com, but. That one is that one <laughs> yeah. is not available. That's uh, <laughs> literally just like sausage, like yeah. British. It's like a British sausage website. Yeah, uh, I, I wish. I wish it was being used for something for good, you know. But it's not. It's just, right. mm. Yeah, we. That's what we call our like new music playlist is bangers only. And Brian was uh, like, "Oh, we need to have it." I'm like, "We're gonna when we check what what what." It's the pre-existing one on there. We're not gonna have a good time. That's okay. First of all, it's fine, but. It's also like just part, like obviously, you know, when you were deciding on the name goalkeeper, you had to go, we had to get a website and obviously you need to get like, uh, you know, all the socials. And it's like, it's a whole different thing than just being like, what name, uh, means something to this band or this music. It's more like, how will I be able to get all of the things that I need? And so I'm just very like, no, I'm just getting everything. Like, oh, we, we said this one day. Cool. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that we have a lock on that. Because you never know. Yeah. Like maybe one day you're like, ah, you know what? This name actually doesn't fit anymore. Now I want to have, you know, you change it from the pizzas. Yeah. So it's like, you never know. Mm. You just never know. And it's always worth a couple of bucks to just own bangersonly.com. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you can get it for a couple bucks, like that'd be dope. That, that might be a premium one. Yeah. It is. It was, <laughs> it's like 2K. I'm like, I'm not yeah, spending. Really yeah. Silly. I mean, it's with a oh, Z, no. you know? So like, you know, oh yeah it's a cool website name right, uh, right yeah i did get bangers only dot music i think i got go. i got one of them i got something you know i own you get like bangers dot net yeah that was that was unavailable and not for sale uh, i'm like come on oh okay come on yeah yeah I, I like doing that like if i like sometimes i'll have like an idea when i'm like just like like smoking or whatever <laughs> and i'm like uh like uh once i came up with like my like emo country rap trap project name 
uh, and I like literally Im- immediately went like sign up for the Gmail. I didn't buy the I didn't buy like the URL yet, but like I bought like or uh, I I got like the Instagram handle. I got like everything I needed. Randy Travis Scott. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good. Pretty good. Pretty <laughs> good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then the formatting, the Scott has like a dollar sign. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. No, you got it. You did it. That's like my Bill Murray like side project. It's like your uh, <laughs> like the band Michael Sarah Palin keeps coming up for me on uh, yeah. on Spotify, and I'm just like, I can't believe you came up with that name, and I can't believe how much I like it. Like the more that I yeah. keep like having to read it, <laughs> or like I hear yeah. a song and I go, Why am I? What? What is this? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like that one artist that played Riot Fest. I still have no idea what type of music it is, but their name was Bob Villain. Yeah. Mm. And Villain is not spelled the way you think. It's like just Dylan with a with spelled a like V. Bylon. Oh, okay. That's funny. But it's like why? Look, it, it's he, a whole it's a whole indie kid like subculture yes. thing, and I'm just gonna let them have it because yes. they seem to be having mm. a good time on the internet. At the very least, you're yeah. going with no. It is country and trap. And also a little bit yeah. of emo in there. It's like you, I literally haven't done anything for it. I just came up with a name. I was like, I gotta have that. You have to own like, it. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it yet. Just own it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I own it. Yeah, yeah. I may, I'll figure it out <laughs> later, but at least I have it yeah. and it's ready to go when I'm ready. Are yeah, mm-hmm. that's the point. Exactly. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Ideas, especially for band names, are highly valuable. <laughs> yes, it is absolutely hard to come up with, and I I think this like with we grew up in making like usernames and having to have our like identifiable like username on the internet. And it's like, also I have to come up with a band name, but like, what do you mean? Like, why can't it just be my username? Why do I have to come up with all of these ways that I express myself on the internet that are not my legal name? I don't know. Yeah. I hate it. How do you say anonymous? I don't want to be. your face. Let's stay anonymous yeah. with our bands and our podcast. Let's make sure no one hears us. You can anonymity. pull your corpse. No. You know you want to. Yeah. Welcome to my podcast, John Smith. One, two, three, yeah. eight, nine, six, five. We, podcast. We talk. I feel about like that would be a really creepy, like narrative-based podcast, and it ends up being like everything that your parents told you not to talk to on the internet, and you're like, "Whoa, I would have never guessed." <laughs> yeah. It's a John. It, it's. From John Smith comes the first uh, Revolutionary War era Piccolo review podcast where we just go to Piccolo shows and review them as what is essentially yeah. a revolutionary There's war. A revolutionary war. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you, you've heard of you've slap. heard of following Harry Styles on tour. What about the Revolutionary War and their Piccolo player? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think we were onto something here with like colonial like flute music. Like, yeah. Listen, I my that. my main job is to come up with podcasts and put them together. I will do this. Oh, now nice. they would not take this pitch at all, but we yeah. could do this on. <laughs> Listen, don't you steal yeah. the idea too? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't steal an idea from us and get paid for it. That's ridiculous. I'm including everyone in the chat. How much? How much are are we getting paid? I don't know. It depends on how much it hits with the youth. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Revolutionary War era Piccolo review podcast. Um, I feel tier. like that's a really niche area yeah. for yeah. people. 
they say, yeah. you know, and the merch is gonna be dope. The merch is gonna fucking rule. <laughs> yeah. They say, like, if you have a if you have a podcast, if you have an audience of like, you know, ten people, and we it might, there might only be ten uh people who well i guess everybody really gave a shit about lizzo playing that flute right so there are a lot of people that might give a shit about revolutionary era uh uh woodwinds you could yeah if you get everyone of that niche to listen to it you're like the most popular podcast of all time like mm-hmm. blink 182 has every pop punk fan listening to them it's like they're the biggest pop punk band for for that reason and you could be the top piccolo podcast of all time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. don't take this. Don't take the money out of our pockets. <laughs> I'm pointing to him in the call, but not on. The, uh, yeah. What, what do you want to tell everybody? Let's let's hype it up. Let's get everybody to go pre-save that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, right now you can go to our Instagram and our link in bio is the pre-save link for life and or, uh, for uh, I wish I met you sooner. So head over there to Instagram, uh, pre-save the LP so you're the first one to listen to it. Um, and then uh, you can pre-order. Like, when are you gonna, We're going to be in contact with everyone else in contact. Go on our website, goalkeeperband.com. Uh, you can also check out our new music videos as well as all of the other music videos we have uh, on our website. Links are to, likes, links are under links to our YouTube um, and uh, links to our, all of our streaming uh, services and social medias are also goldkeeperband.com. So go check it out. And, uh, you know, one more time, uh, I wish I met you sooner, October 28th. My favorite record we've ever done. So go check it out. It, like written in my head already because I've literally like posted it so many times. Um, although Cody does Twitter exclusively. So if you are a fan of Twitter, uh, and you want to interface with the band on Twitter, you will be talking to Cody. Um, and he's very good at getting back to people. So uh, definitely go check that out if you're a Twitter person. Hell yeah. If you're a tweeter. If you're a t- one of them tweeters. <laughs> if you're one of those tweet people. Uh, well, sick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure out if I can get us back on Twitch real quick. Uh, and uh, until then... Until the, uh, until I do that or figure that out, uh, you know. Thanks, Ryan, for coming on the pod tonight, and uh, everybody, go check out Goalkeeper. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Uh, looking forward to episode one of our Colonial Piccolo Music Podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, absolutely, you know, definitely, uh, yeah. Thank you again. Really appreciate you having me on. Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. You can decide. It's up to you. Drop us five stars on this episode. Or if you're in Vegas, you better come to our fucking DJ nights. You getting stuck, bro. You're get, yeah, we're gonna stick it to you, you know. I doubt anyone's gonna be like, Oh, I saw it before you were there, or whatever. I don't know. You don't know, you you don't know, but uh, we hope to see you when we're down in Vegas. It will be a beautiful time. No, it's south, Lizzie. 
This is why I'm the geography nerd. Uh, for everyone here at Evil Social Club, I'm Brian. <laughs> Goodbye. See you next week with another one. Maybe. We don't see you next week. It's because we were in fucking Vegas. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about Vegas. It's my understanding that what happens in Vegas is what stays in Vegas. That's my, that's how I understand it. Do I?